Music podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Mega, hey guys. Unless you want to dress as something different, since we are here in the uh, October Halloween season, you don't have to dress as a king. You can dress as a queen if you'd like. Well, it's 2018. You can be whatever you want to be. <laughs> Real quick, before we get into the rest of the show, BG Media and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of this podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us, as it always does. Uh, yeah, so we're finally in the month of October, and I'm excited because... So what are we calling this? Are, are, we, are we calling this Rockman's Hope? Are we calling this Mega Mania? You know, I think we should call it Mega Mania. There we go. I think we should call it Mega Mania just because... Well, all my little Mega Maniacs out there. Just because, you know, shout out to another VGM podcast, VG Empire. They, a couple, several years ago, like five or six years ago, they did a Mega Man October and they called it Rocktober. So ah, I, I, okay. I, I, I don't think that we should copy them. I think I'm paying homage to them by doing Mega Man in the month of October. Of course, we're doing two episodes on Mega Man this month. Uh, one now and one in two weeks. We will have a one episode separation between the two Mega Man episodes. Uh, but I think I think in terms of us being BG Mania, I think it makes more sense for us to call it Mega Mania. So it, this this is a Mega Mania month. Obviously, we're doing two episodes based on Mega Man and Mega Man 11 released yesterday. So if you are a fan of Mega Man, make sure you pick up Mega Man 11. I know, Frank, uh, are you so are fun? You, I, I you, just you, beat it. I was going to say, you probably are. Obviously, we're recording this uh, two days early before the game comes out, but you are anticipating beating it on the day it comes out. So, uh, yes, <laughs> I'm not sleeping. <laughs> I, I may be calling in sick to work. Yeah, you're, you're one of those. Yeah, one of those that are going to be doing uh, as much gaming as possible on Tuesday and uh, pretty much <laughs> just. Yeah, pretty much just. Uh, spending all your time with Mega Man, just like I do sometimes when games come out, like I do with Persona 5 specifically, where I put 105 hours into that game in, uh, in one week's time, so uh, I, I know Mega Man 11 is not going to be 100 hours, but I know you will most likely end up beating this game. If you, if you haven't beaten it by now, I guarantee you're done with it by the end of the week, so. Uh, but it's going to be a fun freaking month, because I don't want to give away everything that we're doing this month, but obviously you know we're doing some Mega Man stuff. So we're kicking things off with part one of our Mega Man collection, Mega Mania here on this month of October. And I had the pleasure of opening the show this week. So I decided to go with a track from the original Mega Man. And it's, our, I think, our only pick from the original Mega Man, which is crazy. Mega Man 1, for one, not my favorite game. No, and you've, you've made that known, especially if you listen to Max Level and Revisiting the Classic, you've made that known. Also, not the strongest soundtrack. It's not. It's not. But I do think that the track that I chose, which is uh, the opening track, the was... Best. Absolute best yeah. So we, it, it was Elick Man. And uh, it's one of the stages in Mega Man 1. Uh, that's that's what I decided to open the show with. Uh, composed by Manami Matsume, who is one of the, you know, obviously the original Mega Man composer. But uh, 
fantastic freaking composer. And, you know, she did Mega Man 2 as well, and we have got some stuff from Mega Man 2, but that was her final Mega Man. She only did Mega Man 1 and 2. You know what? Mega Man 2 is a good thing to end on. So it has a great soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, probably, probably one of my favorites in the whole series. Yeah. Do you know she was the composer of Mighty Number no. 9, though? Was so, she? Yeah, Manami Matsume. Yep. That's cool. That's cool that they managed to get her for that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I know it was. Uh, and to beat Elect Man or Elect Man, whatever you call him, you're going to use Cuts Man's Boomerang. So there you go. I'll have those little fun facts for you throughout the entire episode. Okay. Yeah, I know you've, uh, you are a much bigger Mega Man fan than I am. Like, Mega Man is arguably your, one of your favorite, if not your favorite franchises. Yeah. So, uh, you, you are able to spout out the robot masters in every game through 10, right? You can do all, all set of them? Yes. Um, and it's, it hurts my brain to do so, but I will throw up a little fun packs to you along the way. Sure. And then, uh, I, you're gonna have to then now get memorizing Mega Man 11's Robot Masters. I'll put a couple little song in my head to do that. That's kind of how I do it my, in general. We already it's know the first. Device. Was it was it Blast Man? Is that the one that they already put out in the demo? Was it? I think so. Block Man. Was Block it? Man. It was Block Man. You're right. It was Block Man. Yep. And it was BL something. Block Man. Ah, fighter of the Mega Man. <laughs> See, the song is already beginning. The song is already yeah. begun. Uh, yeah, so we'll have we have uh, a little bonus track to close out on. So we have 17 tracks on the episode today, but uh, we're going to start with our initial 16 that we did pick. The bonus one will, will be played as after we finish the show. So uh, we're going to kick it to Frank for your first choice today. Uh, you know what? If we're going to go from Mega Man 1, let's go to my favorite track from all of Mega Man in general. Okay. This is my this is the iconic Mega Man song. Oh, this is definitely the most. The, yeah, if, you, if this is what I'm thinking it is, it's the most well-known Mega Man track in in in, in the world in, in t t entirety. So, I've, I've I've seen this played live by many a band, but you know what? The original always rings true. This is Wily Fortress number one from Mega Man Two. Fortress 1 for Mega Man 2. Mm -hmm. And that was actually um, composed by Takashi Tatishi is how I'm going to say his last name. Got pretty close. That's, that's how I'm going to say as well. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Mega Man 2, that level uh, is where you fight the Mecha Dragon, the iconic Mecha Dragon. Yeah. Uh, who is easily dispatched with the Quick Boomerang. I think I mentioned that before on a past episode of uh, Max Level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though, Wily, I think, Dan, the Wily Fortress 1, I, that, that's got to be the most iconic Mega Man track that there is. Like, I don't think anything has ever beaten that. 
uh, and it persists through the games as well. Right, 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 right. Yeah, they definitely do callbacks to it. I mean, you hear snippets of it here and there, or just straight up remixes, or you know, whatever the case may be. Like, it's it's a fantastic, and and I think that just goes to show like how, because if you there was an episode we did of revisit classics on Mega Man Two, and you had mentioned that you hated Mega Man. And then you got to around to playing Mega Man 2 and how it just changed your entire perception of the oh, character yeah. and, and of the game. And I think a lot of people felt the same way. Like Mega Man 2 is really where everything just broke out and became fantastic. Like the the transition from Mega Man to Mega Man 2 was so astronomical. And it had Mega Man 2 not been as good as it was or not been as successful as it was, I don't think Mega Man would have became such a successful franchise for Capcom as it is, and it still is to this day. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Because I was ready to write this this game off. Right. So, it's just, it's crazy. Um, Alright, well, we'll go ahead and move into track number three today, my, my next pick. And one of the lesser known Mega Man games in the entire, because the way we did this is that we could pick from anything Mega Man. So it didn't have to be mainline Mega Man, didn't have to be from Mega Man numbered or Mega Man X, even though we have most of our picks from those games. Uh, We were allowed to do all the side games. We were allowed to do like Battle Network or whatever. There's one particular game that I really enjoy the soundtrack to, even though I've never played this game, because this was released officially here in North America as Mega Man and Bass on the Game Boy Advance. I'm not a... Sorry. Sorry. Rock and bass. I can't stand you guys who call them bass. Everyone who calls them... Everyone who calls them bass, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna shoot you in your your ace. It is bass. It is bass. No, it's actually bass. You know what? You're you're not even in the minority people who say that, so everybody says that, and it drives me nuts. No, because it is. It's bass. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, it's bass. Yes, rock and bass. Yeah, why wouldn't it be rock and bass? <laughs> um, but it was released as that here in North America on the Game Boy Advance. But I'm not a huge fan of the GBA chip. Uh, well, there are some good tracks that exist on the the Game Boy Advance, not, and not just in this game, but in games in general. But the original released on the Super Nintendo exclusively over in Japan, and that soundtrack is freaking phenomenal. And, and shout out to the Super Mercado Brothers, who have a fantastic video game music podcast as well. I found out about this game and the soundtrack through listening to their show and have since gone on to listen to this entire soundtrack multiple times and fell in love with it myself. It's a fantastic piece of work. I mean, it's a, the entire album is great. So I have several picks from Rockman and Bass. Sorry, but it is Rockman and Bass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. So I, I have several picks. We're going to play two during this episode, and I'll have several more on the next episode as well. The first one I want to kick it to from Rockman and Forte is what it's called over in Japan. This is the introduction stage.
And that was the introduction stage from Rockman and Forte, otherwise known as Mega Man and Bass. <laughs> I will end this podcast now, Ryan. Mega Man and Bass. Uh, it released on the Super Famicom over in Japan, April 24th, 1998. Two years after the Nintendo 64 released here in North America, three years after it released over in Japan, I think. I think it came out in late 95 or early 96 over in Japan. I forget exactly when it released in Japan. But yeah, this this is a very, very late Super Nintendo game. But it has a fantastic soundtrack. It eventually will re-release on the Game Boy Advance in 2002 in Japan, 2003 here in North America, and it is also available on the Wii U Virtual Console as a GBA Classic. Uh, I've always wanted to play Rock Me and Forte, but I've never had a chance to actually sit down and do it yet. But I think I'd want to play the original Super Nintendo version. Like I said, that that just, I mean, just seems like a much better version. Uh, I was able to find out that the introduction stage was composed by Naoshi Mizuda. So fan freaking tastic piece of music there. Though. Really, really cool. I really like that also, one a lot. Also com- composed uh, episode prompto for uh, Final Fantasy XIV. He did. Yeah, absolutely did. So, um... Really, really cool, though, like what uh, what Naoshi Mizuda was able to do and was the main composer, if you remember, from our Final Fantasy 11 episode where we took a look at music from yes. Final Fantasy 11 and 14. Naoshi Mizuda is the main composer behind Final Fantasy 11 and did a couple tracks for 14 as well. So, yeah, before he before he switched over to Square Enix, he got his he did a lot of stuff at uh, Capcom for Street Fighter. Uh, so a couple things for Resident Evil and then some stuff for Mega Man. So pretty cool. That. That, was, that was a good pick. I like that. Rock Band and Forte, the, the soundtrack is very jazzy. Like it, it definitely it, it deviates a lot from what the the rockiness of, of the Mega Man soundtrack that you hear throughout the rest of the series. Rock Band and Forte, it, it goes this jazzy, upbeat, fun route. And I think that's why it stands out so much to me as a as a gem in the entire Mega Man collection. If you just look at the soundtracks, it's so different. I like it a lot. Not a fan. You will be. I'm just a jerk. <laughs> no, um, so let's jump around here. Let's play something, something fun. Okay. The first and only to my knowledge, to the top of my head, for not counting role, the first ever female robot master was introduced in this game. Okay. This is from Mega Man 9, and this is Splash Woman. Woman from Mega Man 9, mm-hmm. a game that just celebrated its 10th anniversary, it came out uh, September 22nd of 2008. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this is the first ever Mega Man game to not have a physical release. It was uh, initially released on uh, WiiWare, PSN, Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, they got their physical release in 2017 with the, the Legacy Collection, if you will. Yeah, and um, Mega Man 10 did the same thing, where it was digital yeah. only. Uh, love this game. Absolutely love this game. It was. It took me back to you know. This was the return to form for Mega Man. This was the return to form. Yeah, uh, just your, your impossible to beat game. Uh, this came out, you know, twenty. This was, was twenty years later. Yeah. 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 Twenty yeah. years later, so, so we were thirty years of Mega Man this year. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Ab- absolute blast. This was um, composed by Hiroki Isogai. Yes, yeah, this particular track. There were several composers on Mega Man 9, but this particular track was composed by Hiroki Isogai. I, even, I love the Japanese title of this game. Me uh, too. Rock, it's it's Rockman 9, Yabo no Fukuhatsu, but it translates to Rockman 9, Revival of Ambition. I just love that. It's like such a... <laughs> the Japanese, like, it really does suck that they changed Rockman to Mega Man for here in North America. I think Rockman is just a much cooler name than Mega Man. Like, I get why they did that back in, like, the 80s and 90s, and they, they had to always change things, and it just sucks, though. But, but you, ha- you have rock, you have roll, you have beige. Like, it, it all makes sense, like, you know, why they do these things that way. Isn't, isn't, isn't he a fish? He's bass, dude. No, well, there's a splash woman, and she's a fish. <laughs> exactly. Let's <laughs> uh, uh, get back to the fun fact. She is defeatable with the Hornet Chaser. Okay. Now, did you just know this on top of your head, or do you have it pulled up? I know I have this all written on my, my show notes over here. Okay, <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't know if you actually knew, like, because I know you know how to run these games and beat them all pretty much with your eyes closed, especially the earlier ones. But uh, I didn't know if you just remembered off the top of your head, like how to beat some of these bosses. It's crazy that I know all these ones. Uh, mm. I double checked on a couple just to make sure I wasn't just talking out of, you know, like, you know what? like what you usually do. Well, you know, it's, it's I speak from the heart. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think I'm going to go to our first look at a Mega Man X game. Ooh. And I'm going to go to one that we only have one pick from this game. I'm going to go to Mega Man X4. I don't think you picked anything from X4, did you? I think you wow. only picked from uh, X and X. Did you just pick from X? X and X3, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go to uh, Mega Man X4. And we have the Magma Dragoon stage.
And that was the Magmar Dragoon stage from Mega Man X4. This game released in 1997 originally. Um, this was a Sega Saturn game when it came out. Uh, August 1st, 1997 in Japan on Sega Saturn. Released here in North America in September 1997 on the Saturn. It also released in uh, 97, both August and September again, Japan, North America on the PlayStation. So this was a Sega Saturn PlayStation game when it originally released. Uh, that track was composed by Toshihiko Horiyama, who did the entire soundtrack by himself to uh, to Mega wow. Man X4. Yeah, but he was the only composer behind uh, behind the Mega Man X4, and he is best known for his work on the Mega Man X series because he's done. Well, he did one track on X. He skipped to did the looks like the the piece the PlayStation Saturn and PC versions the entire thing for X3, did the entire thing for X4. Uh, he obviously worked on some things for Rockman Forte on the SNES, um, The Misadventures of Tron Bone, which is a spinoff of Mega Man. He worked on that soundtrack. Um, and then he did Battle Network 4, which I don't think you've ever played. No, I saw um, the three. Yeah. And then uh, he is also the composer on the Phoenix Wright and Apollo Justice games. Objection. So, exactly. So he's uh, <laughs> he, he's pretty well versed over there at Capcom, but uh, best known for his work on X3 and X4, I think. All right, well, let's kick it back old school again. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite songs as well. In fact, this is one of the ringtones on my phone. Okay. Uh, it may, may be the one I use for Brian. I kind of, I always kind of throw a video game on for him. Sure. From Mega Man Three, this is Proto Man. was 
Proto Man from Mega Man 3, composed by Bun Bun. Bun Bun. Oh, that's right. Uh, Yasuki Fujita was actually credited as Bun Bun in this game. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Why little, was that? Little, little fun fact. I have no idea. Um, so this game actually introduced uh, a new staple to the to the game. Uh, Proto Man, obviously a new character, being uh, revealed as the brother of Mega Man. Older uh, brother, also, right? Older, older brother. brother also, yeah. also known as Blues. Uh, also sometimes known as Breakman for some reason. Um, but it also introduced Rush, uh, Mega Man's canine companion, your robot dog who can turn into a little jet board or it's a spring okay. thing. So Mega Man 3 is big. Um, one of my, one of my top five Mega Mans of all time. Okay. Uh, and as per tradition, uh, the way you beat Proto Man easily, you will encounter him three times during the game, is the Shadow Blade. Okay. So you say easily, does, is that like, do not many people have that by the time you get to, to Proto Man or? Well, because you could play the levels. Because again, you get it in any order. You can do them in any order. Yeah, you play them in any order. Uh, so obviously, if you have Shadow Man's ability to use the, uh, the Shadow Blade, uh, it makes it a lot easier. Uh, while he can, of course, he can be defeated with the Mega Buster. Everyone can be defeated with the Mega Buster. Um, when you have this these special ones, I think it takes down to two or three shots. So is it recommended to get that weapon immediately? Like, do you would you want to do that stage first? If possible. Uh, personally, play Mega Man 3. I find um, Snake Man to be the easiest route to go first. Okay. But uh, yeah, Sh Shadow Man, he's, he's not too difficult. So okay. I would recommend it, especially because you're going to counter him three more times during the game. Sure. No, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and yeah, no, Mega Man 3 has a has a great soundtrack, actually. When I was uh, when I was listening to it in preparation of this episode, I listened to a plethora of Mega Man soundtracks getting ready for these episodes. Uh, I don't think I made it through the entire Mega Man franchise. There are a couple. I think I skipped over the Battle Network games. I, I listened to 200 songs, at least a good part of the 200 songs. Yeah. Uh, I skipped the Mega Man 8 because I told you I despise Mega Man 8. I don't right. want anything Mega Man 8 related on these episodes. <laughs> I actually didn't pick from any... Like, I listened to the Mega Man 8 soundtrack. I just... Nothing stood out to me. Nothing. It's not yeah, good. Nothing, not good. Nothing really stood out to me. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and move into to my next pick here then. And uh, we're on track number seven on today's episode. We're looking at music strictly from the Mega Man franchise. We're going to go to the most recent numbered entry before Mega Man 11. We're going to go with Mega Man 10. And I want to play the Nitro Man stage. was the Nitro Man stage from Mega Man 10, which released in 2010. 
uh, on the Wii March 1st, 2010 here in North America. PS3 would get it March 11th, 2010. Xbox 360 March 31st, 2010. So it released on the Wii, the Nintendo Wii first before all the other ones. Uh, a reason I picked that particular track was for the composer who was for the returning to Mega Man for the first time in a long time, Manami Matsume. She actually did two tracks on the Mega Man 10 soundtrack for NT Creates. She was only credited on two tracks, the title screen, the uh, the actual game start screen and the Nitro Man stage were the only two tracks that she composed for that game. Dude, Nitro Man was no joke. No, 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 no. I never we were actually talking about it while listening. Uh, I never finished actual <laughs> I never finished Mega Man 10 just because of how difficult the game actually was. And I still mean, to this day, I've not finished it. I never went back to it. Cool robot master. He turns like he, first of all, Nitro Man. These things. He's, he's a stunt robot. He turns into a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, like he he was one of like the the more interesting bosses because he actually had, like character and personality to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is you know these games are typically pretty linear when it comes to like their story. Right. Like like, like him. Like you know he's like he, he's like the master of the, of the of the robot stunt club. He was cool. Easily beatable though. Right. If you have the if you have the chill spike. <laughs> Uh, honestly, uh, Mega Buster uh, was doing regular one-to-one damage. Mm-hmm. Kill Spike is five-to-one, so. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Manami Matsume. Like, I, I love her work. I, I really enjoy what she's done, like, especially, you know, like, the retro work she did. But she continues to impress me to this day with, with things she puts out. Like, she worked on Shovel Knight with Jake Kaufman. I mean, she did some good stuff on Shovel Knight. Uh, right now, she's working on two games, Heartforth Alicia with Jonathan Gear. And uh, she's she composed the main theme for Red Ash, the indelible legend, which Red Ash is the spinoff of the Mega Man Legends series. So uh, she's still active, she's not, not nearly as active as she was. But anytime she's, you know, credited and, you know, there's, there's a soundtrack out there where she composed one or a couple of the tracks. I always make sure to listen to those particular ones because Manami Matsume, she has a style and a sound to her that I really enjoy. So I like that one a lot. Hmm. How do I follow up something as awesome as that? Do I? I do. I take you to Mega Man 4. Okay. With one of the greatest... No, what's that? I can't... That everything is the greatest, but it is. Uh, Every, everything can't be the greatest. <laughs> everything, everything, everything I pick is the greatest. Uh, one of the great... Honestly, one, one of the better changes they made, uh, they added this section called the Cossack Fortress. Sure. This is Cossack Fortress number two.
And that, comrade, was Cossack Fortress number two from Mega Man 4. <laughs> uh, so yeah, was, there were some fun facts for this one, some mm -hmm. liner notes, if you will. Uh, so that's like, why Russia? Why, why did they pick to go to Russia? Well, when this game came out, it was the same year that the fall of the Soviet Union and the Berlin Wall came down. So okay, that was a, that, that was a prevailing theme going on, you know, with all kinds of media, movies, and when it came out in Japan, because it released in '91 in Japan, '92 here in North America. Yes, so '91. Um, yeah, but that's yeah. what it came out was the prevailing theme for for all kinds of media across the board. Of course. Um, so other cool things to this was this is the first Mega Man game to have two castles, one being Doctor Cossacks, one being Doctor Wily, of course. Um, it's the first time that Dr. Wily's castle has actually been skull motifed. Okay. And that's something that goes for, that goes forward for the rest of the series, going, you know, into perpetuity. Okay. Um, one of the coolest things I'll never forget was during the opening of this game, you actually see Mega Man's hair blowing in the wind. Ooh, I, it shows that I he, know what that's he, like all too much. He, he has the blue flowing hair. It's really awesome. Mine's not blue. I don't think I'd look good with blue hair. I believe in you, Brian. You should do it. Nah, I don't uh, want to do also, it. also, this is the first time that Mega Man is able to charge his Buster. So, mm -hmm. again, this is this, this is a this is a big game for like firsts. But I happen to think that one of the coolest things that happened was for this game they had a contest uh, where eight winners got to design a character for the game. And I don't know if any of the character guys actually made it, but the eight winners got a golden copy of the game. Nice, nice. Um, and those games fetch a pretty a pretty penny. I'm sure that they do. I would love to have one, but uh, unfortunately, I don't have that kind of money to, to hunt one down. <laughs> Composed by uh, Manai Fuji. Yes, and Manai Fuji's uh, brother uh, was Mr. Fuji, and he used to throw salt in the eyes of his enemies in the World Wrestling Federation. Incorrect. Incorrect. No, no, it's absolutely correct. He was uh, Ryokozuna's um No, that, was, that, that is correct, but they are definitely not related. Uh, oh, oh, okay. but, but, but what's interesting about her is that... Uh, you know, she she did the entire soundtrack by herself for Mega Man 4. And then she also worked on Tailspin and DuckTales 2. But then that's pretty much all she did. She returned to uh, to work on Mega Man 10, where she did one track where, you know, like Manami Matsume did two tracks. She did one track for Mega Man 10. She did Commando Man Stage. But uh, that's pretty much her discography in terms of composing video games. So there's, there's not much out there for her. But uh, luckily, the Mega Man 4 soundtrack is is pretty good. It's pretty good. And uh, in two weeks, you're going to hear another track from Mega Man 4 chosen by yours truly. So. Yeah, and I actually might have a Mega Man 4 track as well at some point. Uh, I, can't remember I can't remember exactly if I do or not, but I'm fairly confident I picked something from Mega Man 4. But maybe I didn't. Maybe I saw that you had two, so I took mine off. I can't remember exactly. You know what? Mine might have been Cossack Fortress 2, now that I think about it. So. Uh, I and, we actually crossed over on this one. Yeah. We crossed uh, over. We crossed over on eight tracks. I let you have all of them. So uh, I, I went back and, uh, and kind of. I had thirty-seven tracks saved. I knew I wouldn't need all thirty-seven because um, we were only picking, you know, eight per episode each. So I knew I'd only need sixteen. But I picked double the amount. That way, I would have enough to pick from if we crossed over. We happened to cross over on eight, so I told you you could take all of them. So perfect. Um, so I think I think I think Cosmic Fortress Two probably was my Mega Man Four pick. But and if I'm wrong, but you'll find out next week. At the end of Cosmic Fortress 4, use the Dust Crusher. Make it a lot easier on yourselves. Sounds good. How about we go back to Mega Man 2? Ooh. I'm going to go back to Mega Man 2. We're going to listen to the Woodman stage.
set was Woodman Stage from Mega Man 2, composed by Takeshi Tatishi once again. Great freaking piece of music. And I had to, I had to freaking ask you, like, is this calling back to something from Mega Man 2 or the original Mega Man? Because it sounds so familiar to me. But you're right, it is probably one of the more popular tracks off of the Mega Man 2 soundtrack. So it's, maybe I've heard this in games after Mega Man 2, and this is obviously the original, so I don't know. The the Burma Masters from Mega Man 2 are arguably the most popular ones out there. Um, the, 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 the Mega Man ones, those are the ones from the cartoon, along with the Mega Man 1 Masters. Mm -hmm. rarely, rarely did you see anything past that like on the okay. show. Those are the one-off kind of deals. Okay. So like uh, all the merchandising and stuff. Uh, Woodman, obviously, the easy way to beat him was with Atomic Fire. Just makes sense. I had to ask and make sure it wasn't like termites or something like that because y you would think you know Metal Man has the metal blade, mm -hmm. you know, which is like it was like a spinning. Because I, I originally I originally joked around and said it could be an axe. Yeah. So and I thought that, when I first played, I thought that I was like, of course, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the blade and cut through him and yeah, it does nothing. Well, it does something, but it does close to nothing. Right. No, you definitely need to use uh, termites from Termite Man. Or Terminex. There you go. But when you beat Woodman, you actually get the Leaf Shield, uh, which is a pretty good uh, weapon for defeating the next track, also from Mega Man 2. Oh, going back to back Mega Man 2, huh? Okay. This is Airman. from Mega Man 2. I was just looking up some little fun facts about Mega Man 2. This is the best-selling Mega Man game of all time. Uh, also ranked as one of the best video games of all time. Mm -hmm. I absolutely concur with that. In fact, uh, there was an interview done with one of the artists, uh, Kaiji Inafune. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. The, one of the, the, oh, the main artists, is he not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> one of the... Uh, they loved making this game so much. They did. They, we were putting in twenty-hour days to get this out because this is the first time they actually like 
listened to the fans and collaborated, took their ideas, and they made mm-hmm. a game they wanted to make. Because they said, "Well, Mega Man One was something. This was this was the game." Mm-hmm. Um, composed by Takashi Tateishi mm-hmm. with Manami Masume. Yeah, she worked on two tracks for Mega Man Two: the opening theme, and this one here was a collaboration between her and Takeshi Tateishi. So I think that's actually really cool. And then she would take a break until ten. <laughs> That's what you do, you know. It's, yeah. You put puts thing out in '88. You come back 20 years later. You know, it's 22 years later. 10. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 20, 2010. Hot dang! I wish I could. I wish I could take a 22 year break between uh, my jobs. Um, just hopefully get paid for it. <laughs> Again, as I said earlier, uh, Airman is easily dispatched with the Leaf Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, he's usually the first one to go after. Is he? Not too, not too hard to beat. Um. With just standard weapons? With standard weapon. Um, I love Mega Man 2, man. I can gush on Mega Man 2 forever. So much so that, again, you'll hear another Mega Man 2 track next time we do a Mega Man episode. I think I may have another one as well, but I can't remember. I can't remember exactly what I have picked um, for for episode 2, which will be in two weeks' time. I'll give you one, well, I'll give you one last Mega Man 2 fact for this episode. Okay. This is the first game to ever feature on the cover of EGM Magazine. Really? Oh, there you go. That's kind of neat. Yeah, that's actually really, really cool. So liner, no- liner notes all over the place on this episode. Yeah, I'm watching the Cleveland Browns and Oakland Raiders game as we uh, as we as we're recording this, and uh, they just gave a little liner note in between uh, in between plays. Thirty NFL quarterbacks played for the Cleveland Browns since 1999. <laughs> <laughs> the most yes. of any NFL team, I think, of all time. So that's freaking sad and fantastic all at the same time. Oh, All they're right. the worst. Robot, they're the worst robot masters there is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead and move into my next pick. I'm going to go back to the X series. We're going to go Mega Man X two, and we're going to listen to the Flame Stag stage. Enjoy. That was the Flamestag stage from Mega Man X2. 
This released on the Super Nintendo in 1994 in Japan, December 16th, 1994 to be exact. We would see it here in North America, January 1995. Uh, the SNES versions of the Mega Man X games were definitely the best of all of them. I, I haven't even played some of the later ones, but the, uh, the ones that released on the SNES were definitely, definitely better than all of, I think, the other X games. Um, Kaiji Anafune, who you just mentioned as the uh, the artist from the, the previous one, actually was the director of X2. So he's, he's pretty much the creator of the X series, um, which is why when he went and did uh, Mighty Number no. 9, so many people were excited. It's just unfortunate that that game ended up flopping as much as it did. Uh, this track was composed by Yuki Iwai. She did the entire soundtrack by herself. I was actually making a, a comment to you. It's, it's crazy how many female composers have actually worked on the Mega Man franchise. I think that's super freaking cool. How many how many female composers they've hired to work on the Mega Man franchise? Uh, she also worked on Gargoyles Quest 2, which is a fantastic soundtrack. So it is. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Capcom has always been really female heavy, which they doesn't have, bother me because no, they absolutely not. Stuff. <laughs> absolutely not. No, they they definitely uh, they definitely specifically the ones at Capcom have some freaking chop to them. I mean, you just I mean, look at Yoko Shimomura. So you know, one of my favorite top three composers of all time. So love her. Uh-huh. All right, I'll throw you a little fact out there. Uh, the flame stag, mm-hmm. his weakness is the bubble splash, which you can get by beating bubble crab. Okay. Nice. I'm getting down to, to, to the nitty gritty. I only have a few more pixels each. Uh, yeah, you have uh, you have three left. I've got two left, and then we have our special bonus track at the end. So, I say we revisit Mega Man 10. All right, let's go for it. From Mega Man 10, this is Strike Man. Strike Man from Mega Man 10, uh, composed by Makoto Tomozawa. Yeah, we had a hard time finding that one. Yeah, we had, we had a dig for him. Uh, I only did three tracks for the sound for the actual soundtrack, though, so that would make sense as to why. Not even listed on the uh, Wikipedia sidebar. <laughs> uh, uh, but he also did some uh, composing for Mega Man 7. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing I picked, but he did. No. Uh, I don't know if I picked anything from 7 either. I guess we'll have to find out next uh, episode. I have nothing in this episode, so. Uh, but I remember Strike Man distinctly. Um, he was the baseball guy. He'd throw the fast pitch or he'd come at you like a baseball. Mm-hmm. Hence, uh, hence, uh, hence Strike Man as the name. Yeah. Uh, he was easily defeatable with the triple blade that you would get from, obviously, Blade Man. Um, you can take him down in seven hits if you have the blades, so. Okay. Fun factor. Nice. Jet. 
he was one he was not an easy guy to take down in general but like i tried to go after him first and while it can be done again like i said it's always doable it was not easy <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for i can't i can't wait for 11 but if it's, if it's if it's as hard as 10 you're gonna hear a lot of cuss words well what's 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 cool is that uh you have already been playing 11 as, as of the time of this episode posting oh, so as the time as the time this episode posting i've beaten this game that's what you said earlier in the show so i mean hopefully that still rings true I can't lie to the people. If you're still playing it when this episode posts Wednesday morning, you should turn on our Mega Man episode while you're still playing Mega Man 11 and, and rock out to some classic Mega Man tunes while listening to new Mega Man tunes and playing Mega Man 11. Just tunes in stereo? Awesome. Tunes in stereo. Uh, I'm going to go back to uh, one of uh, one of our one of one of my favorite games, Mega Man and Bass. <laughs> well, otherwise known as Rock Mana Forte here in uh, in Japan. And uh, again, we're going to the Super Nintendo version because that is the version that I like, Rockman and Forte, released in 1998, as I mentioned earlier, over on the Super Famicom in Japan. Uh, the last time I have a, a pick from this game on the episode, again, I have some for, for next week as well. But let's go ahead and take a listen to the Tengu Man stage. <laughs> That was Tengu Man Stage from Rockman and Forte, again from the Super Nintendo back in 1998 over in Japan, uh, composed by Akari Kaida, another female composer that has worked on the Mega Man franchise. Uh, again, love her work that she did here as uh, on the on the Rockman and Forte soundtrack. Super, like I said, I just I love the way this one sounds, dude. I just like how different it is. Uh, it, it's just it's good, man. I really and really enjoy it. Um. Funny enough, this is a crossover boss. This boss also exists in Mega Man 8, one of your favorite Mega Mans of all time. Worst Mega Man, old times. <laughs> uh, but again, I just like how the soundtrack definitely it, it has such a different feel to it from the other Mega Man games, which is why I think it stands out a lot, because Mega Man has a traditional sound. It has a traditional way that the games always typically, you know, you go into a Mega Man game, you know what you're going to hear. Rock soundtracks, very awesome fast, quick music that's yeah. just really good. And then when you get Rockman and Forte, it just has a slower, jazzier, melodic feel to it. And I think that's why I like it so much, because it's so different. It's still very much Mega Man, 
but it's really, really different and really good at the same time. So we hate it. We 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 don't like it, precious. Uh, the way you beat Tango Man mm-hmm. is with ground is with ground man's spread drill. Okay. Knocks him out of the sky, makes it nice and easy. Bing, bang, boom, you're done. Okay. And that's what you get for being anything even remotely associated with Mega Man 8. <laughs> All right. Let's go into a more interesting song. So, 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 so something that, again, you said doesn't feel very Mega Man-y, but is very Mega Man-y. Sure. This is Nightman from Mega Man 6. That was one of the later entries on the NES, but uh, this is composed by Yuko Takihira. Yeah, I'm sure no. I pronounced that right. Okay, another female composer. The female composer, uh, known for the Versus series, is one of her bigger things. All mm-hmm. the games which I love the hell out of. So, right. um, X Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter, Marvel versus Capcom. Uh, she also did uh, Four Swords Adventures for, for the uh, Legend of Zelda. Um, not Adventures, just Four Swords Original. I take it back. Regular Four Swords. Yeah, regular Four Swords. The one that was released on GBA. Adventures was GameCube. Which, funny enough, the way Nintendo works, separate entry, different timeline entry in The Legend of yeah. Zelda. <laughs> uh, she also worked on Mega Man 10. She did a Putman Man stage. Yep, another one that came back for Mega Man 10 and did one track on there, so, yep. Pretty cool, though. I like it. Um, so, uh, Nightman is just like a knight, defeated by... Yamato Man's spear. So the Yamato spear is where you take the night, you know? Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool. You know, uh, things all work out that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. I'm going to go to... Have we done anything we did? We did something for Mega Man 9 already. We did Splash Woman earlier in the episode. I'm going to go back to Mega Man 9 then. Because mm-hmm. I have one pick. I, th- I don't think I have anything else for Mega Man 9. I think this is my only selection for Mega Man 9. But I really, really liked this one. So for Mega Man 9, this is the Endless Stage. Let's go. 
stage from Mega Man 9, composed by Yu Shimoda. Uh, great. I, dude, I love this one. He did a great job with this piece of music. Um, this is otherwise known as the, the Maze of Death, which is the Endless stage. Yeah. Uh, freaking cool, though. It's just, I like it a lot. I don't know. And it's the first time you've heard Yu Shimoda on the, on the show today. Um, I actually have beaten this. Have you? It is close to impossible. It took me months. Really? Because it's it's endless. Deck. It's forty-two levels. Okay, so it's not row. it's not technically it's endless, but well, you're, you're not endless now. Yeah, I wish that it's, it's, I it's wish that track was endless. I wish that track was endless, dude. That that's a great freaking piece of music. Four minutes long. I mean, obviously we didn't play the whole thing there, but um, great. Do you know the weapon that you need to uh, to beat that? All of them. All of them, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you, everything yeah, you you've off, got. You start off. You, you, have, you don't start. Off, you start with no extra lives, no extra parts, no energy tanks, but you have all the weapons, so you actually have to get them. Okay. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to get, get powers ups along the way. Yeah, it's a good thing this game was so popular because it did. It, this the, the popularity of Mega Man Nine is what forced Capcom to do Mega Man Ten, which became amazing. And then, obviously, we haven't seen anything from Mega Man for eight years until just now, where we're getting Mega Man 11 yesterday. So, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. You got one piece left, though. I'm done. That was my last pick, besides our bonus track. But uh, you got one more to go. I do have one more to go. Um, and I figure I'm going to end mine on a high note. From Mega Man X, this is Boomer Koanger.
And that was Boomer Kawanger from Mega Man X. Boomer Kawanger. Uh, again, uh, composed by uh, Yuko Takahara. Yeah, the only thing she did on Mega Man X. They brought her in yeah. specifically for that track because of the way she, uh, you know, the, her specific sound that she did was six. So pretty cool. Yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a cool idea. I hope that Eleven actually, you know, Eleven, well, Eleven, I think, is uh, composed by one person. Yeah, Eleven is being composed by one person, which we'll talk about here in a second. Yep. Maybe, maybe Twelve. Maybe Twelve will be another situation where you just bring in random people. Random not people random. just to do, like, one off. Like, not be like, previous composers to do just, like, one or two tracks each or something. That'd be kind of neat. You don't even need to be Capcom people. You can bring in Nobunatsu to do a track. <laughs> Like, that'd be interesting if they brought like all these composers that have never worked on Mega Man. You have Nubo Yamato coming in doing a track. You have uh, Yoko Shimomura doing a track. You have Yuzo Koshiro doing a track. I, I, just, want to, I just want to hear Koji Kondo's uh, level. <laughs> Koji Kondo's rendition of a Mega Man level. That'd be great. Uh, unfortunately, he but he, they do have a good relationship with Capcom. They might let him do it. Um, it'd be funny though if they started getting like you know just these. That'd be that'd be great, dude. I would I would. Grant Kirkhope and David Wise. What would they do with a Mega Man level? I was just, I was just like, can you imagine the, the Tommy Tallarico levels? <laughs> that would be fantastic, dude. Um, Mega Man X, though, you love that game. I know for a fact. I do. I actually do like Mega Man X. It was yeah. the uh, it's the only X game I actually completed. Okay, nice. nice. I've played another, but I've actually completed this one. I completed it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. It, it's so hard for me because I, I I didn't want a new Mega Man series. I just wanted more Mega I Man. Wanted my, my, I want more, more more Mega Man. Right. You know, and it was... more Robot Masters, which there are yeah. still. I mean, they, they still are. follow the same formula, but yeah, it's, it's not the same. It's it's definitely not the same, but it's still good. I mean, they're still well. The first couple ones are still good, so I don't know. Um, but like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we have a little bonus track here in celebration of Mega Man Eleven. So yesterday. Mega Man 11 did release on PC, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One. October 2nd, 2018 was the worldwide release date for Mega Man 11. Capcom's return to form, hopefully, for Mega Man. Uh, obviously, after the success of 9 and 10, we then had Kaiji and Afune go off and try to do Mighty Number no. 9, which failed miserably with another with Inti Creates, I believe it was. Uh, Capcom obviously still having that right for Mega Man. And now that it is the 30th anniversary of Mega Man, they're putting out this Mega Man 11, which so far has seen really good. Uh, the demo was a blast. Uh, not not specifically just because you were going up against. Was it Blast Man or Block Man? I don't remember. I never remember. Block Man. Uh, you know, and it was funny. It was a blast. You know, Mega Blaster. Uh, yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to go. I, I, I can't. I always I always like I always want to say that his name is Blast Man for some reason, even though it's not correct. But uh, I, I, I just I'm really excited for this. And what's really cool about Mega Man 11 is that, to my knowledge, the track you're about to hear to close out the episode is the uh, the title theme to Mega Man 11. Uh, not not too many things have been released in terms of the soundtrack yet because the game's not out yet. All we have is, you know, we have Block Man because that's what was in the demo. We have like the stage select, the game start, uh, the intro stuff, like the get a weapon sound effect. Like we have all that stuff because it was in the demo, uh, including the title screen theme. But everything else will be kind of released when the game comes out, which is still a couple days from the time of recording. But by the time you're hearing this, it came out yesterday. So I'll definitely have to be listening to the entire soundtrack at this point. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll even do some substitutions for the next episode in terms of Mega Man 11. That's if the soundtrack is yeah, if the soundtrack is great, maybe we'll have to substitute a track or two for something better. But what's interesting is it's composed by Marika Suzuki. 
and another female composer over there at Capcom. She normally works as a supporting role at Capcom. This is going to be the first time she makes her debut as the lead composer with Mega Man 11. So she's, to my knowledge, behind the entire thing, uh, which is really interesting. Before this, she helped out with um, Dead Rising, uh, Mega Man Star Force 2, Lost Planet 2, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, and Monster Hunter 4, where she did one track for Monster Hunter 4. So um, I'm just cu I'm curious to see how the rest of the soundtrack sounds with Mega Man 11, because the title screen, listen to the whole thing. It's phenomenal. It's a great piece of music there. And then uh, the Blockman stage is really good, too. So we'll have to see what happens here with the soundtrack to Mega Man 11. I, I anticipate maybe a substitution or two for the next episode. It may we'll just to, happen. Yeah, we'll have to see. But unfortunately, that's going to bring us to the close of part one of our Mega Man look. There will be a part two, I promise, a couple weeks. But uh, we're done with part one, just like we did last uh, year with Castlevania. We had a little bit of separation between the two episodes. We did part one for Castlevania and part two. Uh, unless you have anything else you want to mention before we get out of here today. Homing torpedo is how you beat Boomer Kawanger. I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you remember how to beat uh, in, in the demo there? How you beat Blockman? Sadly, did I get into the demo? Oh, you didn't play the demo. Nah, it was up and down before I had a chance to get to it. OK, well, I mean, you clearly it's just Blockman. So you use your normal weapons. I was hoping you'd pick up on that. But, you know, you, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could have uh, you could have fooled them all. But uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com, especially for that thankful episode we have coming up, that bonus episode, November 22nd, 2018. We are a month and a half away, roughly, you know, give or take a few days, uh, from that bonus episode hitting where it's entirely dedicated to you. We have several submissions, but we need more. We also need more for radio hours. So make sure you get us more submissions we definitely need more uh, i did not forget about the messenger bonus episode that was supposed to go up uh, in september kind of ran out of time i put it up go listen to it 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 either posted late sunday night or early monday morning that's still technically the september bonus episode go check it out though you will enjoy that not much talking because i really didn't have a whole lot of time to put that bonus episode together but i still did a get make sure you listen to it frank that's a good freaking episode oh, absolutely but uh the we, we did get a bonus episode up for the messenger i did not forget but i just did barely made it in time for the end of september and again i may not have even made it it may have went up early monday morning Regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to share your support by leaving us a review. And if you aren't already, subscribe to our channel on YouTube where you can catch all of our content. But yeah, definitely iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Make sure you just go leave us a review. Uh, review and a rating. Potentially, hopefully a five-star rating if you enjoy the show. But any review that's good helps us climb the charts. I mean, if you hate us, I don't care. Leave us negative feedback. I always take negative with positive. I like to know what I could do better and what we could do better here on the show. Of course. But positive feedback helps us climb the charts in terms of search results so that when someone goes into iTunes and they type video game music podcast BG Mania will hopefully show up at some point in the first or second pages of results uh, obviously we're not going to leapfrog some of these other popular shows but I would still like to expand our footprint in the uh... oh we're going to leapfrog don't you worry I'm going to take you all down <laughs> buddy no, no, we're, we're, we're friendly here, no, dude. We're, we're friendly friend. here. I we're, joke, I we're, joke. We're, we're friendly here, but uh, I, I, I at least want uh, to expand our foothold and, and spread the BG Mania love to as many people as possible. That's what I want. So you can also follow us over at twitch.tv slash games for all the live streams and event coverage and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check the description box for the podcast for the appropriate links. Next week, we are doing an episode based around pirates. And not the bad kind of pirates, not the ones that steal your games and, you know, 
do bad things and make it so that companies like Telltale Games have to shut down. We're focusing on the fun kind of pirates where how we're going to do this one. And we already kind of briefly talked about this because Frank and I have already been kind of researching for this episode. How we're going to do this one. The game has to be heavily featuring pirates in some way. So it has to be the game has to be centered around pirates like Sid Meier's Pirates or something like that. Like it has to be about pirates in general or it has to have an iconic stage or level that is dedicated to the pirate theme. I think that's how we're going to do this one. Does that sound good? Yes, I will get very creative with the word pirate. No, pirate in general, as in pirate, the sailing the high seas in the Caribbean, Captain Jack Sparrow looking for you looking for all the booty, of course. That's the yes. kind of that's the kind of pirate that we're going for. We're not going for cyber pirates. We're not going for anything related to Portal. There's no way you're fitting Portal in this episode. We're not. Uh, no, but I'm just saying you might see a space pirate or two. I will allow it. I will allow space pirate. I will allow that because I actually thought of that myself. I will absolutely allow that. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have the title theme to Mega Man 11. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. <laughs> 